Hi, my name is Steve Hobbs, and you're listening to County Connections, the official podcast for the Missouri Association of Counties. We're here to promote county government and discuss issues that affect Missourians at the local, state, and national level. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mac's official podcast, County Connections. I'm your host, Steve Hobbs. For those listening today, we want you to know that our goal with this podcast is to connect with government officials on the county, state, and federal level. Today's guest is no stranger to our counties and is a voice for us when we need it in the Senate. She is a former state representative and current state senator who serves as a majority caucus secretary. It's my pleasure to welcome District 28 Senator Sandy Crawford here today. Sandy, thanks so much for agreeing to join us on our podcast. I have really enjoyed getting to know you over the years here in the building. And one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you today is to let our members know more about one of their great advocates here in the Missouri Senate. So before we get too in depth here, tell us a little bit about Sandy Crawford, where you, I know where you're from, but let them know where you're from. Well, I'm from the big metropolis of Buffalo, Missouri, population around 3,000, uh, Dallas County. Uh, very proud of that, though. Let me not, uh, don't think that I'm not proud to be from a small town because I really am. Home to Carol Johnson, who's on our board. Absolutely, yes. And Travis Elliott, that might be a familiar name also. Yes, he is. He's our general counsel. So, Sandy, tell us a little bit about how you got started in politics. Tell us about what you've done through your life, because I know you have a varied experience throughout your life and tell us how you got here. Well, so my life before being in the state legislature was uh, banking. I was a banker for almost 30 years there in Buffalo, my hometown, lived about two miles from work and uh, was happy with that career, really didn't have any plans to change that career uh, until one day a couple of friends of mine walked into my office in the bank and they said, hey, our state representative is getting ready to term limit, and we think you should run. And frankly, I just looked at him. I think I probably even said, you're crazy. Uh, that's what I was thinking for are sure. Are they still friends? <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> uh, really didn't think too much about it. I'd been involved uh, with our local central committee. I was our chairman of our central committee and loved being involved that way. But I n had no plans to get into politics myself. Anyway, I went home that night, told my husband, John, who, by the way, is uh, Dallas County's newest presiding commissioner. I might throw that in. Give him a plug. Yeah, uh, we got to see John at our newly elect training in December and already got to work with him on several issues. I know he's he is looking forward to working with you as well. Anyway, I went home that night, told him what our mutual friends had, had uh, said to me. We talked about it a little while. I really did not even take it seriously at that point in time until about two or three weeks later, and another friend of mine said the very same thing to me. Now, I've never asked them if they were uh, in cahoots with each other. They probably were, but it was at that point that I really started taking a hard look at it because I thought, well, you know, I always kind of wanted to retire from banking a little bit early. Things were not as, shall I say, not as fun in the banking world. More regulations were coming down. I made loans for 20 years, and it was becoming a little bit harder to deal with the regulations. And so I was kind of a little bit ready for a change, but still, this was not where I thought I would end up. Uh, anyway, ultimately, I ended up running for state representative and won. 
and served in the House for seven years, and then I came over to the Senate in a special election. Uh, our now governor, Mike Parson, was my state senator. He ran for lieutenant governor midterm in the Senate, and then that opened up the Senate seat, and I ran for it in a special election. So this is my sixth year in the Senate. Wow. That's a great story. Uh, you know, and and being from Buffalo, Missouri, you're your agriculture roots have to run deep. Certainly. My dad was a, was an auctioneer. He did cattle sales and, you know, sold everything under the sun. Uh, but uh, we have that ag background. John's raised cattle since he was in high school. We currently have a cow-calf operation. And so, yes, agriculture is certainly important to my county. Uh, much of the county uh, economic activity is centered around agriculture. So it's always been important to me. It's always been one of the main things I've run on is pro-ag. And of course, it's our number one industry in the state. So yes, I, I'm very passionate about agriculture as well. You know, and, and the simple truth is uh, in Missouri, for a large chunk of our counties, agriculture is the number one industry in those counties. And so uh, we appreciate your dedication to that. Uh, Senator, can you tell us a little bit about what motivates you as a senator? Because I know there's, right now as we're sitting here in your office, there's a filibuster going on on the Senate floor, and, and sometimes I know those are frustrating. But tell us what makes you want to come to work every day. You know, just the fact that you know you can positively affect your not only your constituents, but those around the, the state as well, it motivates me to come here. And I, you know, this is kind of cliche, but I want to leave Missouri in a better place when I leave than where I found it when I came here. And, you know, that's the very definition of public service. And uh, so our elected officials feel that same way. That's what, what motivates them to run for elected office in their respective counties and to serve because it is public service. And, and it takes you away from your family at times when you don't need to be away. But, uh, and so we appreciate that, that service that you provide. Can you talk about some of the goals you have for maybe for this legislative session and, and for our state as a whole? You know, I, uh, some, last year, I think somebody asked me that question and I said survival was my, uh, was my goal. It's no secret that the Senate wasn't real functional last year. And this year, up until maybe today, we have been, uh, we've been able to move some legislation and done a pretty good job of it. I like to do a variety of bills. I don't really specialize necessarily in a lot of things, uh, or in one thing, I guess I should say. But And I'm not just saying this because I'm sitting here at the table with you, but I really enjoy doing local government bills. I have done, well, uh, former Dallas County Treasurer Becky Schofield, uh, who is the third person that asked me about running for state rep, by the way, she uh, she said, I want you to file. I want a treasurer's bill to be the first bill you file. And that's the first bill I got passed, uh, I believe. And so I that kind of started me down the local government path. I've never served in county government before, but that kind of got me down that path. And Steve, as you know, uh, as a former legislator, once you get a bill or two passed, then that uh, prompts people to bring you more bills. But I kind of went into that vein of helping the county treasurers, passing bills for the county collectors. I've done a lot of work with the public administrators, and I really enjoy doing that because not that every bill we pass doesn't affect the whole state, but I feel like passing some of those bills really does help 
help us on the local level in county government. So I really enjoy doing that type of bill. You know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, we're, ha we're having a filibuster here today. But the whole tenor from this session is totally different. And, and I believe that things started to change last year when the women of the Senate stood up and said, enough. You got to stop bickering over every little thing. And you were one of the leaders in, in, in instituting that change. And while we're having a filibuster here today, it's not a mean, nasty filibuster like we saw in the last couple of years. It's very collegial and it's over issues. And, and that's what the Senate does. And you have to be prepared for that. It's not a good thing to take personal, uh, take things personal up here for sure. But this is over a bill. And so uh, it has been a lot different, totally different this year than the tone was last year. And yes, I would agree with you that that the women did take a leading role last year. And even, even beyond that, uh, there were a handful of us last year that don't really call us in one group or the other as far as, you know, the you know, there's been a lot of talk about the split in the Republicans, uh, of the Republicans in the Senate. And there are a few of us that find ourselves kind of in the middle. And so on more than one occasion, there were uh, a few of us that tried to settle things down a little bit, make help with negotiations. And so I, uh, we were kind of dubbed the peacemakers. And, you know, I don't want to waste my time away from home and away from my husband uh, and not being able to sleep in my own bed and just come up here and fight all the time. That's not why I decided to run. So it's my goal always for us to find a path forward, no matter what we're doing. You know, it's so true. Uh, those of us in, in county government, those that are serving there, they understand that, that the people have an expectation of things being done, and they want people to work together because they work together with other people in their business and their family and their church. And while we see it in Washington, DC, sometimes it looks like people are fighting and carrying on, uh, the ability to not take it personally and to sit down and have a discussion afterwards is so important for state and local government to work. And uh, I think you've done a really great job of bridging that gap. And, and this year with new leadership in place, we've seen a concerted effort to uh, move back to the way the Senate's operated for years, where it's a very collegial group and we seek compromise before we seek anger. Well, you know, and I think some people don't realize, I mean, probably the ones listening to this podcast do, but a lot of people don't realize you have to come to some kind of compromise in the Senate or you do get a filibuster. Uh, Party lines, and you know, I I find it uh, an interesting fact that most of the bills that pass out of the Senate get thirty plus votes out of thirty four. There are so many issues that are not partisan, and we have to to get together or to work together. I guess I would say um, there are a few issues that uh, Republicans and Democrats will never agree on, but most of the things we work well together and come to an agreement or maybe a place where everybody can live. Everybody may not be totally happy with the way a bill turns out, but it's something they can live with. I'm great friends with Senator Riddle, who was my senator from Audrain County. And she told me, she says, once you take the oath of being a senator, you don't just represent your district. You represent the whole state, and you have to be looking at what the whole state needs. And I thought that was a really good statement. It is, and that's hard sometimes 
you know, on the topic of, let's just say, education, urban areas need different things than rural areas do. So sometimes it's, it's hard to bridge that gap. But yes, I would agree with that. This episode is brought to you by Public Surplus. The Missouri Association of Counties Public Surplus Program is up and running. This program is free to all counties and provides a simple way to sell both surplus equipment and dispose of tax sale real estate properties. This program is completely free to all Missouri counties and Mac has even negotiated exclusive low buyers premium rates. The buyers will pay all fees and expenses at some of the lowest rates in the industry thanks to the power of the Missouri Association of Counties. For more information, contact Don Clayton with Public Surplus at 801-932-7000, extension 505. I know you're from Dallas County, but you have multiple counties in your district, so I'm, I know that that requires you to be on the road a lot, going to different dinners and fundraisers for various organizations. So when you're not here and you're back in district, you're really busy every evening and on the weekends, aren't you? I try to keep, if I can, one day of the weekend free just because I need to do things like laundry and maybe clean my house (laughs) because I still have to keep up with my real life things too. And, you know, some people think this is just a part-time job uh, because we're only in session part of the year, but those events just uh, multiply when you're not in session. There are just so many more of them. I have nine counties. Uh, the way it's my district is set up right now, I live on the southeastern end of the district, just north of Springfield, and my district goes clear to the Kansas line. So mm-hmm. I have a large district. Yeah. How long does it take you to drive from one end of the district to the other? Uh, about an hour and a half. I can be about to the main cities that I go to. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not too bad. I know uh, Senator Munslinger, when he was up here and had Northeast Missouri, could drive three hours and still be in the district. That is absolutely right. I try not to complain too much because I think now Senator Black has 16 or 17 counties all across the northern Missouri, and that is a lot. That is a big, big area. Uh, Senator, some of the, what are some of the priority legislation that you're carrying this year? I think uh, IP uh, initiative petition, you know, doing some reform to that. I filed one of those bills, and the way it's looking right now, I'm I may be the one that ends up carrying that. That's probably going to be my higher profile bill. I'm guessing. I think I'm doing so, I'm doing some work for the county clerks this year. I'm doing some, a bill for the public administrators. So just keep I got to keep my local government bills going there. So. Uh, there, it's just all over the board. The one thing that I find fascinating about the Senate is there are so few of us that you just have to broaden your horizons. You can specialize a lot easier in the House than you can over here because there are so few of us to filter all those 163 state rep great ideas through that we just end up doing all kinds of things over here. Yeah, and, and you mentioned local government. You're on the local government committee. Uh, we were we were kind of hoping that you would be the chair of that, but we understand financial institutions, you know, with your background. But we were really fortunate that Elaine Gannon, Senator Gannon, is the chair of that committee. And, and, of course, you all have something in common. Her husband, Dennis, is a county executive from Jefferson County. And so uh, we're truly blessed with the folks that have knowledge of, of county government in, in the Missouri Senate. Yes, Dennis and John are uh, becoming good friends. Of course, they're 
uh, I mean, now we have a good number of female senators, but when I first got over here, it was Senator Riddle and I in our caucus. And so uh, he was glad that we got a few more female senators, I think, because they brought their husbands along with them. So he didn't feel like he was uh, the, one of the only men hanging out at caucus. He's, he, he really doesn't like to do spa day. <laughs> I kind of vote with John. <laughs> Well, Senator, it's been a fabulous opportunity to visit with you here today. Is there anything you'd like to tell our members before we sign off here today? You know, I tell this to a lot of groups, and this group is no different. It is so important to for you to be involved in MAC, and probably if you're listening to this podcast, you are. But even your, uh, I mean, if you're a public administrator, get involved with your public administrators group or a county treasurer, a county collector, whatever the case may be. It is so important for you to keep engaged in those groups because I tell everybody, you know, we can file any bill we can dream up up here. And surprisingly, they're not always a great idea, but it's really good to be involved with those groups because they know what's going on in the state capitol, certainly because you're here with the boots on the ground, watching out, making sure we're not doing things that uh, are too crazy that are going to negatively affect our counties or trying to keep us from doing too crazy of things up here. But that's what I would say. It is vitally important to be a, to be involved. I had the talk with my husband before he was even elected, and I said, "You're you need to be involved in MAC uh, from day one because I think it is so important. You see up here the difference it makes, and so just if you're even thinking about not being involved in MAC, don't go there. It is vitally important that you stay engaged." So, Senator, I appreciate that, and and I would be remiss. If I didn't tell our our listeners out there what a great advocate Senator Crawford is for our organization, uh, when we were uh, struggling with rules from the Department of Revenue, uh, Senator Crawford's the one that took the lead and initiated a meeting with the director and uh, got those rules rolled back to where they were before. A huge victory for counties and local control. And... Uh, so when you get a chance to say thank you to Senator Crawford, please take that opportunity because it's well-deserved. Well, I appreciate you saying that, and I will tell you that some of your members have already reached out to me. As a matter of fact, yesterday some of them were here in the Capitol, and they, uh, many of them said thank you. So I appreciate that. My pleasure to do that. Again, that's what I love to do is advocate for the people that uh, we need to take care of up here. Well, Senator, it's been a pleasure visiting with you here today, and I'm sure our members are going to love hearing your story. Thanks for joining us on County Connections, Mac's official podcast. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And if you enjoyed listening, make sure to follow wherever you listen to podcasts. To keep up with the Missouri Association of Counties, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Mo Counties. We'll see you next time.